0: Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Earnest Man Show, wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode Simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 97. Thinking of getting a degree? Listen to this first. If you're thinking of going to college or university... Anytime soon. I ask that you listen to this because it could radically change your life. That is the very first thing I wanted to say. Um, It's become apparent to me that there is a... uh, A treadmill in the current paradigm of our existence as far as colleges, universities, degrees, and basically what we as a society choose, or at least have been conditioned to choose as far as our future is concerned. And what I would like to point out to you is that a great deal of what is uh, perceived is simply false. It is a hoax. It's not real. I want to talk about what is real. You see, there is obviously a difference between the mind and the body. The two are obviously connected and intertwined, but they represent different realms. They do and can do vastly different things. So, what oftentimes is the case. That uh, at least in America, and I'm sure many parts of the world, is as we evolve from children and go to grammar school of some kind, or end up going to uh, you know high school, hopefully graduating from high school, and then if it can be afforded in one way or the other, we go off to college, where at least the idea is that we are to be trained um, to uh, go into our selected field and uh, earn our degree, and well, kind of like the cowboy of the cowboys of old in the old Western movies. We after that we just kind of waddle off into the sunset. But the reality is very different. The reality. If one takes stock of this, is, um, well, it's something that um, due to their age, simply, quite simply put, most young people simply don't know. They only know what they've watched. They only know what they've been told. But generally, it usually doesn't go too much deeper than that. The old saying being that youth is wasted on the young. Well, as certainly uh, a person, myself, who is well into middle age, I can certainly attest to that. But the idea, the way this thing is supposed to work, at least generationally, in a societal manner, is that the old are supposed to teach the young. And hopefully, if we are blessed enough to be fortunate enough to have good parents, or even a good parent, we figure this out. But that life education only goes so far. At some point, we have to go out into the world and be on our own. And um, this is no easy task. And it's also really not the kind of thing that you can't just kind of fake your way through it. You can kind of do that to a point, maybe up until your mid 30s, but entire different expectations of you from society change, and well, that program simply doesn't quite work anymore. So we have to be able to. First of all, separate where we are as far as our bodies, as opposed to our minds. That's the foundation of everything that we basically have to follow. So, let me um, let me illustrate this. Um, I think that um, kids. Going from transitioning from, let's say, you know, from elementary to junior high or high school. I mean, certainly by the time you're in high school, if you're a skinny, small framed kid who's only going to be five foot four you're more than likely not going to be playing on the varsity basketball team in high school. And in addition to that, probably figured out that due to those limitations, you're not going to be playing in the NBA. It's not going to happen. So this is a pretty straightforward and realistic analysis. And uh, without even having to discuss it, I mean, it is naturally, it is so self-evident that, um, you know, people simply know. So when we're talking about the physical, either going through various sports programs, again, high school, or perhaps past that point, moving uh, possibly to college. Once again, you know pretty well, depending on which sport you're playing, let's say it's potentially football and how well you're doing. I mean, you pretty much know what what your chances are as far as any kind of actual serious career. So... You know, if you're, uh, for instance, say you're the star high school quarterback, well, that's great. And then you decided to, you know, go to college or university. For that matter, maybe you're able to do that via a, a scholarship. And, of course, that's great. But once you get there, you discover that um, – Because uh, the bar has been lifted, not only are you, say, no longer so special as you once were in your relatively small pond that you came from, um, maybe you're actually a much smaller fish in actually a much more competitive pond. That's why, for instance, most people Do know even the ones, even the kids, going into this, being involved in this kind of thing in high school and perhaps college. Um, Not only do they know this, or at least should know this themselves, but it's because it's been told to them by their parents or friends or any other number of sources maybe they did their own research uh, of their own research so they know for instance i mean that their chances of let's say getting to pro level sports are very very thin and but for those who for instance may have played some sports in high school or college, but they were nowhere near the mark. Well, they simply take it as an experience and enjoyed uh, the fun and and perks that they enjoyed while in college. But they have no delusions. They, they know they simply are not um, pro-level material. So they just... Um, well, they go in a different direction. The thing about this and why very quickly this can be done is because it's physical. I mean, you know, once again, if you're a, a person of just say average height or perhaps a little less, you automatically know you're you're not going to be playing in the NBA especially if there's nothing physically great about you or you have tremendous reflexes or agility or what have you it's it's fairly easy to determine this there's no mystery however when it comes to the mind that is a an entirely different situation um you see, one of them that makes this so difficult is that, by and large, despite all the hoopla, despite all the grandstanding and 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 all these wonderful platitudes of uh, you know the the greatness of higher education, the sad fact is currently in the United States that um, it's a scam. By and large, it's a scam meant with one real purpose in mind, and that is to take your money. To separate you from either what is your money or to separate the money from the parent's We are more than likely paying for this. The point is, is that they really don't give a damn where the money's coming from as long as they're getting the money. And uh, it has nothing to do in reality with what is actually needed in the marketplace and, I'm gonna to get to that in a moment. Um, the important thing to know is that sadly, and this even applies to the uh, the big name universities currently, such as Princeton or Yale or Harvard. Those are uh, a few of the big names out there. And um, for lack of a better term, it's almost as though they have become at the point of degree mills. Because there are these multiple premises that have been laid out that are patently false. They are patently false and it is once again designed to simply take money. Because, for instance, even if, let's say, you are a person that is willful enough and hopefully you have special skills or let's say you are uh, deemed to be more intelligent, uh, you have a higher percentile, um, it's all automatically supposed to be considered a shoe in for future success. Well, <clears throat> that's predicated upon the false notion of what exactly intelligence is. So because of that, you already have a weak foundation to work with Um, because that, in fact, is not the be-all and end-all, nor are grades. In reality, it has nothing to do with that. But the thing is, this entire system is set up to hold up and to um, participate the delusion, or the illusion, rather, that this does matter. And if you simply do A, B, and C, then you're going to end up with D, as in degree, and that in turn is going to give you an X market value, which then in turn is going to entail all the goodies that you get in life as a consequence. But what I'm telling you is that that is not true. In other words, in real terms, What's going on here is actually a process, um, for, for lack of a better term in this case, um, they are deliberately putting the cart before the horse. You see, because you can't determine what, let's say, you're interested in or good at or what you're going to excel at, if you don't even know the potential success rate. And I'm going to get to that in a moment. But the long and the short of it is simply this. The entire idea of the uh, so-called very bright student that earns this particular degree and they in turn earn their master's or perhaps even a PhD, and that is going to in turn guarantee a certain market value, is somewhat true. But then again, in most cases, it falls flat on its face. You see, to begin with, to describe this Completely, this this villainous, this this crookedness, this scam, for lack of a better word. Again, <laughs> um, you assume all the risk. So, like a carrot and the stick, they dangle this out in front of you, and they say, "Well, yes, there's this degree, and there's this, and you know." And they look at you and. They dangle this in front of you and, you know, very friendly and charming and professional. And, and they say, and they sh- they just show you all the happy smiling faces and what you can have. And they, you know, look across and they'll basically say, and all this, all of this can be yours. You can have the better life if you jump through just jump through all of these hoops successfully. And at the end, we throw you this nice, big, fat bone as a reward. Again, that would be the the degree. But um, again, just like professional sports, the fact what they're not telling you is, as a percentage, the people who are joining these colleges and universities that have those hopes and and dreams. Very, very few actually make it to that point. And the thing is, is that the reasons why so many make it to that point are known, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what they actually are in a moment. But to them, they are known. and they've known this for oh, I don't know at least 80 years, I would imagine. Yeah, that seems pretty, yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. I'll say 80 years. And so quite simply, you'd say, well, you might think, well, if that's the case, why doesn't everybody know this or why don't they just, you know, quickly tell you? Well, quite simply, if we just think about what the motivation here is, uh, they want to make money. So if we take, uh, for instance, a whole bunch of uh, potential uh, master's degree earners, well, I'm going to encourage them and I'm going to say everything that I can to get them to join up Um, because that's what has happened with the institutions of higher learning. They're much more concerned with the bottom line. Now, conversely, um, since that is the case, you wouldn't have these institutions to... Do some simple test tests that can be done certainly within an hour, and there's several different tests that can be done, um, certainly within an hour, and you get the results, and basically if we were speaking truth they could say, honestly, well yeah, based on this result you probably would stand a very good chance at succeeding to earn this degree. Whereas if you told the the bulk number of people who were actually taking this test, well, yeah, we found that uh, somewhere around two to three percent have a very good chance. The rest of you, um, well, We've got maybe another 8 or 12% that maybe might, could accomplish this. And as far as the rest of you, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell. They know this. But that wouldn't make them money. And I mean obscene amounts of money. This is not so much, by the way, this is not so much, I say so much, it's not so much the faculty as it is the administration. That is the real power base, and those are the ones who are really, really getting all the money. So, they also, they know this very, very well. But the sad thing is, of course, is that they go on and the news media and what you've been told and what's been conditioned from the cradle to the grave is that you have a chance, you simply just apply yourself you know, apply yourself 100% or 110%, let's say, what whatever pep talk nonsense that they uh, try to force feed you. And uh, more than likely, one way or the other, you can afford it, or if that means going incredibly into debt, or same thing for your family or you know uh cashing out uh, a huge chunk of the equity, let's say in their home because they're trying to do the th- the uh, the good thing for a junior to perpetuate uh, the fantasy so yeah, they do this and that's that's what happens. that's what's going on and uh but yeah, that is not what's needed. what is needed? is some reasonable test that can be performed. And um, those are actually out there. I'm not going to name them, but I'm going to tell you essentially what they are. So in other words, what you need, despite where uh, you may think you would best fit in society and what you're capable of. There's your parents' opinion. There's, uh, which, as you can probably figure out, is very possibly very biased. Those of your friends, the same thing. Um, I don't know. Other friends, co-workers. Most folks that know you and they look at something and that you want to do and they might be skeptical, but they you know for various reasons. They're not just going to come out and tell you and say and laugh and say, Okay, you're five foot three, but you think you're gonna be, you know, the next Michael Jordan in basketball in the NBA, and kind of gently snigger up their sleep. Yeah, sure. It um that sounds like a plan, man. <laughs> And maybe talk and laugh about it with their friends or family and, you know, politely. But, yeah, most folks, they just aren't going to tell you the brutal reality. That's why you listen to me. <laughs> I tell you all this this uplifting fun and funny stuff. It's called life. It's called reality. So, um... Basically, what I'm going to lay on you here is basically there are three predictors of how you're going to do not only in school, but life success overall. Now, two things. One is that I'm basing this on a very westernized living standard and lifestyle And the general um, perception of what that is. The next thing is, and I can't emphasize this enough, this has nothing to do with intelligence. Let that sink in. This has. Nothing to do with intelligence. As a matter of fact, intelligence uh, can actually be a detriment in some areas of expertise. So, um, what it comes down to is, I would say, of these three predictors, and I specifically put intelligence last. Um, the first one is memory. Okay. It's how well you can, uh, memorize and recall both. Um, facts, short-term and or long-term, um, nomenclature. So if you're, for instance, the kind of person who was at a friend's uh, birthday party three or four months ago, and they remember everything that took place with pretty great detail. And if it was good, if it was bad, how was the food, or how was the cake, or what have you. But folks that have what other people just know is, is just a really great memory, particularly short-term. Um, but if if they've got both, even better. Um, that, that in and of itself is going to be a huge predictor. Um, because one of the main reasons for that is that most of the stuff on the higher levels is basically just memorization. It's just memorization. So, for instance, to give you a very simple example, most medical doctors know very little actually about health. Now that may, on the surface, seem ridiculous, but it's true. But what they do have that they can recall very well is a almost encyclopedic knowledge of diseases and their so-called uh, cures. So it's sort of like a troubleshooting manual for a piece of stereo equipment or some sort of, you know, electronic uh, gadget. And if something is dysfunctional, well, they look at this, and they say, process of elimination, okay, well, it's it's not this, it's not this, oh, but it could be this. And that's what they are trained to do, and it's... uh, it's ironic that the things that they are trained to do just happen to be the very things that they happen to naturally be very good at. Now, as far as this skill is, is concerned, pretty much there's, there's debatability on, on how, how much this memory facet can be increased. And I don't, at this point, I'm not going to weigh in on that one way or the other. But what I do know is that if you naturally and innately have great memory, you automatically have a leg up in just about anything except the physical. Uh, If you've got this great memory, um, but you are you know, slight of build and, you know, you're five foot three and you're, you know, you're you're not muscular, um, then you're not going to probably do very well, let's say, with a, a moving company or anything else that requires a great deal of physical labor. On the other hand, though, that's the whole advantage and the point of this is that if you do have this, you won't have to apply for work where that physicalness is required, because you can do other things. That's a good thing. So <clears throat> I'd say the first primary to be concerned with to look at yourself. There's absolutely several ways you can do this. Officially, you can do it unofficially. Just generally speaking, people automatically know and other people will comment on your incredible memory. Some people, it's better short term, or some, it's better long term. Some people have both. The more the better, but they're astounded that, you know, who attended X birthday party, say, six months ago. And not only do you remember their names, but you remember who said what. I mean, that. That is a huge predictor if you should choose to attend university of how well you will do. The next one is speed. Now, the speed is basically I um, could, as an analogy, I would just say like a computer. And that's what they've done for the last oh, 30, 40 years now as a always produce processors that are more efficient and faster. And that is, of course, the whole thing behind computing power is its speed and efficiency. And in a sense, because of the type of society we currently live in, that quality in humans is also very, very desirable. So if you're quick-witted, let's say, as opposed to the demonstrative slow-witted, the quicker you are, once again, the better. So, so far, we have the first thing being memory, the next being speed, and then I would say, in third would be intelligence. Now, I would say so much, even though I'm counting intelligence as third, intelligence in any part of your life. I don't care if you're a rocket scientist or a truck driver or anyone doing anything. It's always good to have more intelligence. This is also called erroneously, sometimes as common sense, but common sense actually proves to have a lot more in common with intelligence than just the statement of common sense itself. At any rate, um, even though it comes up third, it's much more of a distant third because that is a very, very broad Um, let's say, pasture. (laughs) Um, And it's been argued, in addition to that, that there are multiple types of intelligences. So I'm just going to leave that as a distant third um, because there's so much interplay into this Ball of twine between the intellect or intelligence um, and all the other factors out there that it's just simply too much to go into. So, if you're you know if you're above average intelligence, that's great, that's icing on the cake. But it is not in and of itself a prerequisite. Um, but yeah, number one, n- number one and number two predictors as I said, are uh, memory and speed. So, if you have those things and you have them very well, then just about whatever it is that you choose that you would simply like to do or what appeals to you, if you're that kind of person, you're probably you know, you stand a much, much better chance of actually earning your degree, which is the damn reason why you're paying all this money and spending your life moments in the first place. But for anyone else, and I don't mean to be knocking down or putting anyone down, but what I'm simply saying is is that there's... There are only so many, let's say, for instance, in the market, there are only so many six-figure positions out there, and if you want to get these legitimately, not because you're the heir or heiress of your daddy's multi-million or zillion dollar company and standing on your own, you're as dumb as a a bag of hammers, but just because you're the son or daughter, you get to step into a, an ownership or managerial position. Now, we're not counting that. I'm simply talking about those people that have the abilities that I just described. Then yeah, simply on your, on your own you stand a very good chance of accomplishing this but for those who don't well the very fact is you have other options and these are, will be things that you can act as an entrepreneur in your own right. And let's say you uh, oh, for that matter, you may be making some sort of um, food, a food item or uh, some sort of you may make um, something that's farm based or farm-based product, animal husbandry. There's any number of things that, although they certainly require skill and they certainly require knowledge, but they don't require the amount of memory and particularly uh, quick memory as many other careers or jobs do in the market. So The point is, of all this, is without trying to sound sad or depressing, it's actually good. I feel that what I'm saying here is good because um, it could save you tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars and a lot of wasted time going from career to career to this degree, to flopping out of this, to being unsuccessful, if you simply um, are aware of the two primary um, conditions that I spoke of a a minute ago. And that will give you far, far greater insight about your future and potentially if you can, could, or should attend college or university. I hope you had a really good day today. I hope you had a much better day tomorrow. Take care. It's Friday. You've worked hard all week. You deserve this musical selection. It's just for you, Kansas closet chronicles
1: once carried through the current and being swept away the king is in the closet he's hiding from today and though he earns our fortune this room is where he'll Are crying right now, a taste of freedom from the pain of everything here. I see
0: life is
1: sweet, but I took it all for granted, and now I don't know if I can ever tell you just what we permit, we allow.
0: allow.